Welcome to episode number 8 of Sip Your Ass Down. Today's episode is all about the differences in schooling systems in Germany and the US. The differences between schooling methods begin in kindergarten and only get more pronounced from there. The only thing we all have in common though? No one knows what they are doing in school. And let's be real, half of this episode is Keaton bitching about college in the US. So sip your ass down, grab something that will keep you from flying into a complete rage if you're from America or if you're from a better country, enjoy the knowledge you got without going into crazy debt. And what are you drinking? I'm drinking a white wine called Leib und Seele, which translates to body and soul. Before that, I was drinking an uh, Cinsano Asti. You know what that is? I've heard of Asti. We have like Moscato Asti over here and stuff like that. It's very sweet. Oh, no, thank you. I, because I do deserve some wine today. I am drinking also a white. It's an off-dry Riesling Mm. called The Very Fitting Debts and Lessons. (laughs) I did not even pick this one. It just came in my box from Wink because, as usual, I forgot to pick what I wanted. And so it just came and I was like, oh my God, that is absolutely perfect. So here we are. And it's actually really good. Yeah, it is. Perfect for discussing school lessons and in the case of school in the US, debts. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots of debts. <laughs> so yeah, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Usually I'm not a big white wine person anymore, but this one's pretty good. But yeah, debts and lessons. Today's topic. Today's topic, comparing the culture and mechanics of studying in Germany versus the US. And I have a feeling there's going to be lots of differences. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in money. (laughs) Just prepare for me to get a little bit heated. (laughs) (laughs) You should take another sip before we start. I, yep, just grabbed my glass. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, nice big sip. So let's start from the very beginning. Um, I have a feeling these earlier years will be much shorter in conversation, but is like pre-kindergarten and 4K, that kind of thing, is that common in Germany? Or do kids just start school when they go to kindergarten? I think there's just kindergarten. I'm not sure, actually, but I think there's just kindergarten. Kindergarten and then elementary and high school and then college. Okay. And kindergarten starts at age five, typically? (sighs) Could be. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know? I guess none of your friends have kids yet. They have, but not kindergarten age kids. Yeah. Okay. Well, here in the US, some kids start like 4K or pre-K when they're four years old. And then the average kid starts kindergarten at age five. Depending on when in the year you were born, you can start early or start late. You know, like you can be held back for a year. Like, I'm pretty sure I was five when I started kindergarten, but I was still one of the older kids in my grade. So, yeah. And then, like, I have a friend who was born the June following me, and she was still in my grade, but she was obviously, like, one of the, she might have been the youngest person in our grade. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
in kindergarten, you're already learning things, studying stuff? Yeah. I mean, now this is where I'm going to not have a whole lot of knowledge. Kindergarten, I think you start like handwriting and stuff like that, learning how to write, learning your numbers, learning the alphabet, things like that. Probably learning how to read. I don't even know if you learn it here. Because kindergarten is more like... Learning how to not be a little asshole. Like learning how to play <laughs> nicely and stuff. Yeah. Well, here it's basically just playing and not really something... Oh, no. We in America, you got to start young. Start those little five-year-olds with a curriculum. I know my brother and I both knew how to read pretty well before we got into kindergarten. Because my mom read with us a lot. Um, but I think that's what you pretty much do in kindergarten. And then beyond that, shit, I don't know. I know we learned how to write cursive in third grade. That's it. <laughs> I cannot remember. I just know that kindergarten was playing most of the time. Yep. And elementary. Then the, the real life started. The serious life. <laughs> 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 the serious life of academia. <laughs> um, yeah, I know kindergarten was a lot of playing. I remember, I think I remember all of my teachers, um, but I did love my kindergarten teacher. I can share one little anecdote from kindergarten, though. My first friend that I made was in kindergarten, and it was, uh, her name was Lizzie, and we were really good friends, whatever. And um, when I was in kindergarten, we all like, I don't know. I just remember sitting around in a in a circle on this like rug in the middle of the room. And one day, little Keaton, little five-year-old Keaton went into school and <laughs> whispered to my friend Lizzie, I'm not wearing underwear today. And she was like, oh, what? And I was like, I don't know. I just forgot to put them on. <laughs> So that's where I was in kindergarten, forgetting to put underwear on and thinking, like, being mortified by it. Yeah, the only thing I remember from kindergarten is that I changed the kindergarten because we moved to another part of the city. Oh, yeah. So you just switched schools? Yeah, and that was just horrible. Yeah. Also, that came into my mind a couple of days ago when I was eating ice cream in a cone because there were two kids in kindergarten and we had ice cream in a cone and they started eating it from the bottom you know the cone first the fuck <laughs> it was a total mess it was those two kids a boy and a girl who were kind of weird <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing i remember about them they were not with the other kids basically okay and that's why they were always acting weird. And I remember that the teacher said, what are you doing? And kind of, you know, belittled yeah. them. <laughs> and that was stuck in my head. Basically, always when I'm eating ice cream in a cone, because I always remember them. Those kids eating it from the bottom up. Isn't it weird? The random shit that sticks in our memories. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Wow. And see, what's funny is that you changed schools in kindergarten. I switched schools halfway through second grade and it did suck. Yeah. It did suck. I switched like after Christmas break. And then again, I went to a different high school than everybody else. Yeah. I switched too because we don't have just high school. Yeah. You guys have weird different schools. Yeah. We have Hauptschule, 
which is for the not so smart kids. Let's frame it like that. Um, for your average child? That's the Realschule where I went first. Average people go there. Okay. And Gymnasium, which I switched to, is for the people who are smarter and who are planning to go to college after that. Because when you're graduating from Hauptschule or Realschule, you cannot go to college. Is it that you can't go to college or no college will accept you? That's a good question. There are certain circumstances where you can apply when you're like super talented or something. Okay. But uh, normally you have to have Abitur. So when you're graduating from um, Gymnasium or Gesamtschule, which is Gesamtschule is basically what I would think is similar to your high school in the US. Okay. Because everyone can go there. Uh-huh. There are no tests or anything from elementary. They recommend the school to you, Hauptschule, Realschule or Gymnasium. You have no tests prior to high school? We have not only tests, but also like a oral exam or just mm, okay. they see um, how active you are in classes, how much you participate and how much you talk. And you know me, I'm not the talker. You're not a big talker. And introverts, it's a problem. You know, they have to force themselves to talk so they get a better oral grade. That sounds a little bit sexual. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I wasn't really good at the oral, you know. <laughs> Took a couple of years for you to get your technique down. <laughs> <laughs> I only learned after high school. <laughs> I didn't have the best oral grades in high school oh, as well. Um, yeah, because I'm an introvert, you know. And that was the problem. <laughs> That's why they um, <laughs> recommended for me to go to Realschule. Uh -huh. And of course, because I'm a fucking smart person, as you know. <laughs> Very intelligent. In the fifth grade, so the first year, they were saying, you should probably change it because you are too good. And that was drama. Oh, okay, wait. Fifth grade? Mm -hmm. High school does not start in fifth grade. It does here. Oh, my God. Okay. So that's a big thing. All right. So you have kindergarten and then you have elementary school, first grade through what? First, second, third, fourth. That's elementary school. And then fifth grade on is high school until you get to college. Fifth to 13th is high school. 13th when you go to gymnasium. Uh-huh. When you go to Hauptschule, I think it's ninth or 10th. And Realschule is 10th. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, here we have kindergarten. And then we have first grade, typically through fifth grade. At least this is what my schooling was like. First grade through fifth grade is like elementary school. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade is, um, which would be year seven through nine, technically. That is middle school. And then ninth grade through 12th grade, essentially year 10 through 13 is high school. However, I do know that some places like middle school is only seventh and eighth grade versus sixth, seventh and eighth. 
that kind of thing. But either way, high school does not start until ninth grade slash your 10th year. Mm-hmm. And we don't have like levels of high school. You know, of course, we have public schools and private schools, whatever. We don't separate people. The only thing I can think of is if you've got like maybe a developmental disability or like major behavioral problems, things like that, problems with like truancy, or maybe like you get pregnant, something like that, then sometimes you might have to go to what we call the ALC or the Alternative Learning Center. We wouldn't, I mean, maybe I'm just sheltered. So when you're pregnant, you have to go to the alternative? Not even, not all the time, not all the time. But like, let's say if you miss a bunch of school or something, then you might have to go to the ALC instead. Okay. okay. You know, because you've fallen so far behind. Yeah. Otherwise, it's mainly, as far as I know, for kids who have like a developmental disability or like just major behavioral problems, you know, that kind of thing. But even so, I don't think anybody would sit here and say like, that's the school for dumb kids. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I can't imagine anybody saying that. We have a Sonderschule. It's for the um... developmental disabilities. Yeah, kind of like that, I think. Okay. I mean, high school is just one school, but we kind of say, I think it's from grade eight to 10, where we say it's middle stufe, something like middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's eight to 10. I think so. I'm not sure. But it's also different. I think um, your classes, I mean, you don't have like one specific class you're in. Yeah. Like you don't have that community building basically because we have like four classes, A, B, C, or D. We're all learning the same things, but you stay in that class. You have different classes, so math, whatever, and you only have that with the same people. Really? Only later you can choose if you want to have French or Spanish and then you kind of mix from the other classes. Okay. And now I have to think back. So we had like our homeroom class that was all of us in the same, you know, you have your homeroom, you have your same class. I think that was kindergarten through, I want to say fifth grade. And then in sixth grade, I believe is when we start like switching classes to different teachers for different subjects. But I believe we still stayed with the same people. It's just that the whole class would switch to a different teacher, a different room for a different subject. And that was like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. We did that. So that's middle school here. And then once we got to high school, you might have a homeroom teacher. I think we had a homeroom teacher. Maybe. I can't even remember. This is insane. I've never had to think about this since graduating almost 10 years ago now. But like we got to pick all of our classes from ninth grade on. Okay. I think from Oberstufe, which is like, I think, junior high or something, from grade 11 to 13, we kind of chose what kind of courses we have, but there were specific rules, and you couldn't just say, I want to do this and that. You had to pick from a pool of things you had to pick, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I want to amend my earlier statement. We have the high school and then we have the ALC. So the ALC might be a totally different building, but like high school is high school. You're all in the same building. But there were different class offerings and stuff that you could take. So like me, because I was a nerd, I'm still a nerd. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> like you could take um, advanced placement classes or college classes in high school. I think on average, you could start taking those like your junior year of high school. You could take those courses. So those were AP courses and then college courses like college in the school, CIS. You could take those for college credit. You know, obviously not everybody could take those and not everybody would want to take them. I did. I took a lot of those classes. Not that you would ever realize with how long it took me to finish college. Um, (laughs) Not bitter at all. But then I totally forgot. My school did not have this, but there are other schools that do. There is such a thing as International Baccalaureate or IB. And IB school, it's in the same building and everything as the regular high school typically, but it's like a completely separate school. And it's, I think you basically can like get your college degree prior to going to college. Um, but yeah, we could still like pick our classes and stuff. I think maybe ninth grade, our first year, so our freshman year of high school was maybe a little bit more limited. But after that, it was pretty open as far as picking and choosing what classes you wanted to take and stuff. Yeah, I think with grade seven, when we changed our classes, you could choose French or Latin. Ooh, Latin. Okay. And religion or philosophy. Damn. Okay. But that was later, I think. Yeah. And I think like you had to have, I think, two years or two semesters or something like that of foreign language to graduate. Uh Uh-huh. But you could choose from like German, Spanish, French. I think that was it. I can't remember if there was any other languages offered. You had to do Latin or French in our school. I would definitely do Latin. I chose Latin, and that had consequences for my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. You had to do English, then you had French or Latin, and after that, you could choose. I mean, you don't have to have another language. You could also have, like, tech stuff or something. Uh But you could also, in our school, choose between italian and spanish i think that was it yeah that's wild you could also do spanish and italian yeah i do know of some i mean i couldn't think of anybody but i know that there were some people who took two language courses in high school i'm assuming you also take german lessons Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean like shit i took like advanced english through senior year throughout high school you had to have german okay and then from high school those were dark years i don't want to remember that (laughs) uh then from high school you move on to college and that's where i think it gets very different for us yep yeah so first of all you have to have the grades you have from abitur so from graduating from gymnasium or gesamtschule Specific things need to have specific grades. Like you cannot go and study psychology or... Pre-med. Yeah. So you cannot study that when you don't have a one point whatever. What's your grading scale? Like it goes up to what? From one to six. So one is very good. Two is good. Three is average. Four is barely passed, basically. Yeah, it's like a D. Yeah. Okay. And five is 
basically you tried but you failed <laughs> and six is you weren't even there <laughs> <laughs> okay see and that's funny because as your numbers get higher it gets worse and in the u.s it's like i don't know if there's a bottom i don't know what the floor is other than you know <laughs> zero but our gpa so our grade point average went up to four like a 4.0 is good. You know, you want a higher average. Mm -hmm. But I have heard, and again, my school did not do this, but some schools, like if you took the classes that I took, like the advanced placement classes, the college and the schools classes, that kind of stuff, those were rated on a 5.0 scale. So you could graduate, technically graduate high school with a greater than a 4.0 GPA. But for all intents and purposes, it was a 4.0 is perfect. 3.0 is like, meh, you know, average. 3.0 is like the higher end of average. A 2.0 would be like the lower end. And then like a 1 is like, you just, I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> and I don't know if it goes lower than a 1. I think I graduated with like a 3.6, 3.7, something like that. So pretty good. Yeah, I was a nerd. Well, we have to remember that I was going to be pre-med. And I was pre-med, but like, I think, and maybe, you know, schools would like coach you as far as like, okay, you're not going to succeed in this program with your GPA, but it was largely just the school itself, not really your degree that you were going to get that was being determined by your GPA. So it wasn't necessarily like you can't study this degree will accept you for this degree, but not this degree. You know, it was just the school will accept you or not. Okay. For the most part. When you have your Abitur, you have points, basically, I think. But you can translate the points to a grade. Yeah. 15 points is a one plus. You have always one plus, one minus, and then it goes to two plus, two, two minus, and so on. I had a 2.4, I think, because I wouldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> because I wouldn't talk. Okay. So my oral grades kind of messed up my... That would mess up your average. 2.4 is not that bad, but you had to have a 2.3 to get into English. Oh, and you're at a 2.4? Right. Oh, I mean, I'm glad you didn't know, but... Yeah, right. God knows what would have happened. I had to choose something other than English. And at the school where I could take Spanish, Russian was something where everyone with an abitur could go and study, you know? Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm taking Russian. You're enrolling in Russian. What was your career plan? Uh, teacher. 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 Yeah. Okay. I did not have a plan. Now you're sounding so American. <laughs> sounding so American. I thought I had a plan. My former math teacher said in 10th grade, I think, you should be thinking about what you want to do now. Yep. You know? Yep. And we were like, yeah, yeah, we do that. Yeah. We have time. Yeah. Like, bitch, I am just trying to get through the day. Okay. <laughs> like, my body's changing. I'm super depressed. I'm super stressed. <laughs> like, I just I love high school. Oh, my God. I hated high school. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't care about the future. I was very preoccupied. I still didn't care in 13th grade, I think, 
when everyone was just, oh, I'm starting this and that already, because you have choice, basically, if you want to go to college or go to a company, basically, to learn there, like an apprentice. Oh, so like on the job training? Yeah. Okay. That is like three years or whatever. You go to school there too, but like not college. Uh-huh. So, so many people were like, oh, I have this. And it was all planned out, basically. Yeah. And I was just after Abitua, I was like, okay, what am I going to apply for? And then it wasn't the right thing in the first place because I was good in languages, but I was still the creative one. I always wanted to do something like Photoshop or something I was good at. Yeah. And then I went to another college to study applied cognitive and media science, which as you know, wasn't going that well too. <laughs> but after seven years we kinda we kinda managed to finish that with a very bad grade, like a <laughs> two point seven, I think. <laughs> I wonder what my last GPA was. I don't know. I'm gonna look and see if I can still access this. I, I graduated a year ago now, but I wanna see. Okay, anyways, what did all of this uh what did all of this cost you to go to college? Nothing. <laughs> Fun. No, it was not nothing, but the first semester, it was in 2010. Okay. Were the first two semesters we still had fees, like college fees, which was like 500 per semester, I think. Plus I don't know what it's called in English, but like 250 or something that goes into the like specific groups in college who fight for the rights of the students, basically. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but um, yeah, that was included in those 250. And also like the public transportation ticket uh, was included in there. So when you have that college ID card, you can use public transportation at least here you can use it to travel the whole north rhine westphalia area which is pretty large and also the health insurance i did not have to pay health insurance for a long time oh my god i didn't have to pay it because i was receiving a half orphan's pension oh yeah yes um okay yeah, because your dad passed away. Yeah. So I think here we would call that something like survivorship benefits or something like that if one of your parents passes away. Okay. Yeah. But other students have to pay 90 bucks per month health insurance, I think, when you are a student. $90. So not that much. I mean, as a student, it kind of sounds like much, but when you compare it to America, it's probably nothing. LOL. Yeah. I think Andrew, I think <laughs> I think I pay 150 per paycheck mm -hmm. <laughs> for Andrew and I. So yeah, and that's considered low. I, I that's low. But paycheck means every two weeks, right? Every two weeks, yeah. For the German audience, if someone is listening, because we don't get paychecks here every two weeks, just once per month. Yeah, typically it's every. Every two weeks here. Sometimes some companies pay like twice a month, like on the 15th and the 
25th or, you know, 15th and the 30th kind of thing. But the average person gets paid every other Friday. So yeah, that $90 a month doesn't sound bad. Yeah. And that probably covers everything, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Basically. I'm I'm getting more, I'm getting more (laughs) upset. (laughs) You get a lot of benefits basically like going to the movies or something when you're a college student you're paying less or you get like uh, the theater here not like the movie theater but the oh like a regular theater theater yeah ah, oh it's just theater okay you can um go there for one euro some place not every play but as a student you get a lot of benefits uh, those 700 per semester for me it was only for one or two semesters then they stopped that you didn't have any uh college fees then so you only had to pay the 250 to 300 per semester then lo fucking l that was the rest of my college career basically seven years of 250 and so that's for our American listeners, that's $1,750 for seven years of college. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that a public school? That's public, yeah. Okay. Private, you have to pay a lot more, like probably same as America. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, so we also can get discounts some places with a student ID. But not that much. I mean, I'm, we're talking like, oh, you get like $5 off um, on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Okay. So you don't get much. I think like Timmy, uh, my brother used public transportation, like the city bus and stuff like that to get to school. I think he got a discount, but he didn't, you know, get it for free or anything like that. You had to pay for it here. But it's the 250. That's why some people who had cars were like, no, I'm not paying 250 because I have a car and I don't need that ticket, basically. And did they have to then pay for like a parking pass to drive their car and park their car? Um, I don't know. But they had to pay that public transportation ticket that was included in the 250, even though they are not using it. Okay. All right, because I know here, like, I had a car and I had to pay. I mean, even in high school, I think the parking pass is like 150 bucks, something like that, like per trimester or something ridiculous. I mean, high school over there is like, as a person from somewhere, you cannot just go into the high school and it's not open doors or something. No. I mean, of course it's not. No. I mean, especially not nowadays. Oh, my God. And here you can just... I mean, some random stranger can just walk in and go somewhere. Oh, hell no. Like, I could just go to school right now and just, you know. No, that would definitely, um, like, at least my high school and most high schools, I think. Like, the doors are locked. To get anywhere in the school, you have to, like, visit the office and tell them, like, who you are, why you're here, that kind of stuff. The average person cannot just walk around a high school in America. I can't even imagine what it's like now given the fact that we have student shootings all the fucking time. Yeah. But yeah, we paid like $150 a, a trimester. My thrifty little ass parked up at a church that was just up the hill from my high school. So it was like a five minute walk. And I think I paid like $75 for the year 
something like that, because I insisted on driving. And then in college, I mean, Jesus, it was crazy. It was crazy expensive. I mean, we're talking like 250 bucks a semester for parking. I don't know about college, what the parking situation was there, but high school was like an open parking lot. But because you cannot drive alone when you're not 18 here, uh-huh. you can start your um, driver's license at age 17, 16, 17, whatever. When you're 17, you are allowed to drive with someone who has a driver's license since minimum five years, I think. Five years? So your parents or whatever, they have to drive with you. So you can drive the car, but they have to be in that car, in the seat next to you. And you're only allowed to drive alone when you're 18. So not too many people had a car when we graduated. Some had, but not too many. Okay. See, and in the U.S., you can get your learner's permit at 15. Either your parents or somebody over the age of like 25 or something like that has to drive with you. Then you can get your license at 16. And I think for maybe like six months or something like that, you can have up to two passengers or maybe just one passenger for the first like six months. And then after that, it's like whatever. But yeah, a lot of kids drive their own cars to to high school. I mean, shit, a lot of kids get cars for their freaking birthdays, their 16th birthday. I mean, I did. I got a car for my 16th birthday. It was a 1995 Volkswagen Golf, but I got one. (laughs) And I loved that car. (laughs) Very German car. I know. It was so cute. It was red (laughs) and a bunch of bumper stickers and it was named Freddy. He's no longer with us. Um, But here, I mean, parking is just the beginning of it. Um, So I did look up. I graduated with a 3.43 GPA out of college, out of four. So not bad. Just shy of graduating cum laude. Um, So I have some nice little statistics here. So this is from, (laughs) here we go. In 2019, Forbes.com published the total student debt in the United States is $1.5 trillion. Wow. That is second only to mortgages. (laughs) Um, That is higher than auto loans, credit cards, everything else. That is ridiculous. One and a half trillion dollars. So the total student loan debt, and this was published in February of last year, total student loan debt is $1.56 trillion. Um, That is 44.7 million borrowers with the debt. And the student loan delinquency or default rate, um, so that's 90 plus days delinquent without a payment, is 11.4%. Um, the direct loans, so the cumulative and default, um, which is 360 or more days delinquent, is one point one. Excuse me, 101.4 billion dollars, which includes 5.1 million borrowers, and the direct loans in forbearance. So I believe, like, let's say tomorrow, I said I can't make my student loan payments, they would go into forbearance. So I could put them in forbearance, I believe, for up to a year before like they would go in default or something like that. Or maybe it's only 90 days. I don't know. But anyways, either way, they're still 
collecting interest and everything during this forbearance period. So it's basically saying, I can't pay it, but they're going to still get bigger and bigger. That amount is $111.1 billion. So 2.6 million borrowers. So that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. According to NBC News, and this was also 2019, um, student loan rates have skyrocketed in the last decade. Total outstanding debt in trillions. So it went from 2000, it was $0.24 trillion total outstanding student loan debt. I'm sorry, that was two th- that was quarter one of 2003. Okay. Fast forward to quarter four of 2018, the student loan debt is now $1.46 trillion. That is way more than the other ones are auto and credit. The number of Americans over the age of 60 with student loan debt has more than doubled in the last decade. So that means people either taking out loans, like my parents have loans for my brother, or people with loans that they still have not paid off in their 60s, which if that is the case for me, please, I give you full permission, take me out back and shoot me in the head. Um, my dying words will be, ah, fuck you government, because I'm dying with my student loan debt. Because that's the only way to get out of it other than paying it off. Question. Okay. <laughs> Is high school for free? Public high school is free. You can pay for a private high school, and those can be crazy fucking expensive too. When I said I switched schools before high school, I went to a different high school than everybody else. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that I went to elementary and middle school with, because I went to a private elementary and middle school, they went to a high school, Creighton Durham Hall. And the high school tuition, so the annual tuition for CDH for Creighton, this year, 2019 to 2020, that is $15 shy of $14,000 per year per kid. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And that's like, that's pretty, yeah. So that's fucking nuts. Anyways, um, so high school is free if you go to a public school. High school is, you can pay a lot if you go to a private school. That's not to say that I think you do have to pay. I didn't pay play any sports in high school. <laughs> I didn't do any extracurriculars, really. <laughs> Um, but if you do, you have to pay for those. Okay. But that's just the extracurriculars. Yeah. Yeah. So people can participate in like income driven repayments. So if your income is lower, whatever, I don't do this. From what I understand, though, you have to prove your income, what it is with your taxes and everything like that. And then your stu- whoever your student loans are through, because there's a bunch of different borrower services. Whoever your student loans are through, they then determine how much you can quote unquote afford. And then your student loan payment is based off of your income. But apparently a lot of people don't do that because it's a pain in the ass. I don't do that because it looked like a pain in the ass. (laughs) But yeah, I read somewhere that the average student loan payment per month is somewhere between $200 and $300. -hmm. That's low for me. Mine is more, but also I am just doing because I am me and I just want to get my student loans out of the way. I pay a little bit extra. So I pay $400 a month for my student loans because I want to get them done. Yeah. I kind of only learned through Tumblr because I was following a bunch of American people. (laughs) How shitty student loans are? Yeah. That they have a job that they were graduating from college, basically 
and they had to pay off in like 10 years yeah like 10 years they were basically working and that's i was just like 10 years is the average repayment plan it's ridiculous yep so you've got um at least for my student loan servicer you've got your student and i i can't even remember what i i think i graduated with like 37 38000 which is a little bit higher than the average but i also took 8 years to graduate from college there are options. So your average plan and like the one I signed up for is your just normal standard repayment plan, which is you're going to take your student loan payment or your student loan debt with all your interest and everything. And you are going to pay the same exact amount every single month for 10 years, 120 payments. That's what I do. I pay a little bit extra because I am in a place where I can do that right now. You have your standard graduated plan, which is still a 10-year term. But you start with like a lower payment now, but then by the end, so every two years, your payment goes up. So you'd have, you know, two years of say $250. And then in two years, you'd go up to $350. And two years after that, you go up to, you know, whatever. So you start with a lower payment if you're not making as much money, but then your payment is going to get a lot higher. So like for me, I think my payment would have started if I did the standard graduated over the course of 10 years, it would have started like $250. But by the end of it, my last two years, I was paying like $600 a month. And you're paying more in interest over the course of that time as well, which is why I didn't want to do it. You have to pay off everything, like 100% or even more. Uh, yeah. I mean, all of your interest too. And I think the interest is capped at like 6.8% or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, here we have a federal law on support in education. Mm -hmm. So you can have that BAFUC. It's called BAFUC here. Like when you're not living at home with your parents and you have your own place and you have to pay those 250. Some just can't, you know, pay it. Yeah. But you don't have to pay everything back. You only have to pay half of it back. Okay. You can apply for scholarships. You can apply for grants and things like that. Or you can do what I did. And I mean, I took so long to go to college because I basically, once I started working for the company that I work for, I only took however many classes would add up to my annual tuition reimbursement amount because then they would pay for everything and I wouldn't be paying for it. I mean, all of my existing loans were still garnering interest, you know, but I did that. So there are ways you can apply for grants, you can apply for scholarships and stuff. And I did get some grants, not that much. And scholarships are just crazy competitive. I mean, there are a lot of them, but they're very, very competitive. Um, and I'm going to take this time to, to pour some more wine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the other options are to do an extended, like an extended payment plan or extended graduated payment plan. So that stretches your payments out for up to 25 years, which is fucking insane. I mean, yep. That's 33% of your average lifespan. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're paying off your college debt. Okay? Yeah, it's nuts. Okay. And that is, you're, obviously your payments are a lot lower, but you are paying a shit ton more in interest. And then you can also have an extended graduated plan in which you're starting with a lower payment, but every, you know, however many years your payment gets bigger and bigger for a total of 25 years of paying off your student debt. Fucking nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. And then this one is usnews.com. 
and I don't know if any of these websites are like, I think Forbes tends to lean a little bit conservative. I don't know about NBC. I don't know about US News. So I don't know if these lean more conservative or liberal as far as their reporting. But anyways, usnews.com, this was September 9th, 2019, the average college tuition in 2019 to 2020, a public in-state degree. So this is per year was $10,116. Public out-of-state is $22,577. A private college, again, per year, $36,801. I do not know if that includes a meal plan. I do not know if that includes like room and board. But anyways, I mean, your cheapest one is 10 grand a year. I mean, you're still going to end up with over $40,000 in debt by the end of that four-year degree. But you know what the good thing is about your shitty system in the U.S.? I was going to say, you're going to try to talk me off the ledge now? There are many shows, many great shows, TV shows, that wouldn't <laughs> exist without those problems. Breaking Bad wouldn't exist in Germany. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our student debt crisis. Gilmore Girls wouldn't exist. I haven't watched either of those shows, so okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. It's nuts over here. You know, and then the bitch of it all is, is like, you can get an associate's degree. So I went and I got my associate's degree in business. And then I have my bachelor's degree in psychology. I could, and maybe someday I will go on and get my master's or my doctorate in psychology if I figured out what the hell I want to do. But I don't want to do that before I pay off my existing debt because that's yeah. another 40K plus. But like, I could have gotten my job easily without my degree. I don't need my degree to have my job. You don't need a degree to do so many jobs unless they're very specialized. But at the same time, that just gives you a competitive edge. So you're basically paying, you know, 30K plus for a competitive edge against other, yeah. <laughs> uh, against other uh, people seeking your same job. And I mean, oh my God, Jesus. Like, and if you're talking about like doctors and stuff, I think the average cost per year for like medical school is like 50,000, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I mean, you were saying like $2 is a lot for, um, that's like a good meal in college. I mean, college meal plans. And again, I don't know how much I paid, but it was like a couple thousand dollars on top of your tuition for a meal plan. And that was, you know, you're paying either for like one meal a day, two meals, three meals, whatever you're paying on top of that. I think there is just one time you can get like a Oh, we had options. Some people have like uh, from morning till evening, you know, but um, not me. I wasn't going. <laughs> <laughs> my first year of college, I was on campus and stuff. I lived off campus my second semester, but you could pay for breakfast. They were open for breakfast from like 6 or 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. and lunch and dinner. But like you lived on campus? Yep. Like are there dorms yep yep i lived in the dorms for my first semester and then i moved off campus i moved into my own apartment you don't have that here you have student dorms but they're close to the school but not on campus and uh yeah i never wanted to to live i hated it yeah i hated living in the dorms my roommate and i like we got along fine you know, whatever, like we were never going to be best friends or anything like that. But like, this will stick in my memory. I remember her boyfriend went to a different college and my boyfriend at the time, uh, we went to the same 
college. We were on the same dorm, whatever. But her boyfriend would come and stay for the weekend to visit her. And I remember (laughs) coming back to my dorm and it was shitty because like all of her friends would hang out like in our room for whatever reason. I remember them watching Jersey Shore all the time. And I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck? (laughs) Meanwhile, my whatever, I was like watching South Park and shit. But I remember after her boyfriend would visit, they like did not leave the room their entire weekend. So you were having one room? Yeah, we had one room. We had our two beds in one room. Um, And the weekends that her boyfriend would come and visit, I would like stay with my boyfriend at the time. Because when I would come back (laughs) to my room, my dorm room on Sunday afternoon after he'd left, and I was like, the funk smell in this room right now, like, is horrendous. Can we open a fucking window? Like, it was so bad. So whenever she was like, oh, my boyfriend's coming to visit this weekend, I was like, yeah, see you on, like, Tuesday. I'm out. Please open the window. Open the fucking window after he leaves. It was horrible. And then I moved off campus <laughs> into my own apartment. I would, too. Like, one room with two beds. It's just no. It's just a no. Yep. Especially for an introvert. It's fucking terrible. It was my favorite when she left. But she didn't leave very often. Yeah. But other than that, she like she was nice. I was just like, my God, stop having sex in a room. Air out the room. Whatever. <laughs> Dorms are very common. And that's like just part of the college experience here in the US and you pay dearly for it. That's also something that's on every show. Oh god, yeah. The college experience is so romanticized. Yep, yep. What they don't show you is like staying up until, you know, five AM and then going to bed for an eight AM test and how fat you get because you (laughs) (laughs) the freshman 15 this college lifestyle it kind of builds that community spirit Mm -hmm. while we here i don't think we do have a community spirit like the second thing i was studying in that other school applied cognitive and media science that had a little bit more of a community spirit but i kind of thought it was weird because they would beat up and i hated them all um and um they would meet up for a ball pit meeting what and i was just like no (laughs) what (laughs) so they would meet at that ball pit adults yes i have not been in a ball pit since i was like seven years old yes and they would just have those ideas and also like water gun things. They would just meet up and have like that water okay. gun, you know, and I was just like, go the fuck away. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> just no. you are insane and I don't want to have anything to do with you. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So I can say as someone who comes from America and like every college is all about their culture and their community feel and like all this bullshit. That's weird as hell. That is weird as hell. So you yeah. being put off by that, totally normal. Thank you. But and this reminds me, you, what fucking ball pit? What the hell? <laughs> there um, were pictures. There was a photographer. Like one student was a photographer. He wasn't even our year, but like three years older than everyone else. I mean, I didn't go, but I saw all those pictures, and they had all the pictures in this ball pit. And I was like, what the fuck? 
That's weird. Okay, you are entirely right to be weirded out by that because that's weird as hell. <laughs> um, but also, do you guys have college sports? No. We have some fitness classes or something, but it's not like college football or anything. No activities or clubs or debating things. And I just want anybody who's at all familiar with American college to think about American college without the NCAA. Without, I mean, oh my God. That's like basketball. That's basketball. That's football, volleyball. I mean, everything is under the umbrella of the NCAA. Everything competitive. I would have loved that. Like cheering on my college. Yeah. And it's on TV as well, right? Oh, God, yeah. Andrew and I will drive two and a half hours to go to a Badger game. Yeah. I would have loved that. It's an obsession. I swear to God, some people just go to college to party at like <laughs> football games and shit. There might be some sports in college, but I've never heard of like teams. In Bochum, there was a Quidditch club. Oh, my God. There was a Quidditch club in my school, my first college. I tried to play once. <laughs> I tried to play once, but I am an asthmatic. I could never understand because you cannot fly. <laughs> I know. I know. It was a pain in the ass. Try running with a broom between your legs. With a broom, right? Yeah. Oh, we were running. Like people, it was, people took it very seriously. My first college was a very unique experience. <laughs> So the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate Athletic Association, brought in $1 billion. That was back in 2016 to 2017. So that was four years ago. They brought in a billion dollars. So college sports in the U.S. is fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. They do have like scholarships and stuff. Like you can get a scholarship to college for playing a sport and whatever. But um, I know that from those shows. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure your uh, your video games probably address it. Yes, NBA 2K20. Yeah, I sent you the drama. <laughs> yeah, you did. So I mean, you can get an athletic scholarship to a school, but it's not very like it's not super common. Mm -hmm. And I remember like I got an academic scholarship offer <laughs> um, to one of the colleges I was looking at. And even after this academic scholarship, which I cannot remember what it was, I want to say it was like huh, 10 or 12,000 per year, something like that. I still would end up with like $33,000 a year in tuition, even after my scholarship. So it's fucking nuts. College in the US is just out of control as far as how much it costs. I mean, can you imagine and here I'm just going to get a little bit like utopia on you. I just want to imagine a U.S. where we wanted people to go to school because it makes them intelligent human beings. Those people with a degree can then get a better job. They make more money. They pay more in taxes. They buy more shit. Think of if we eradicated student loan debt, okay? That's one and a half billion dollars. That is debt. We eradicated that. All of the people that can then spend and put one and a half, I said billion, we're talking trillion, I'm sorry, one and a half trillion dollars eradicated. And then people spending that fucking money in our economy. Mm -hmm. Like, what is more, uh, what is more valuable? <laughs> Holding all these people, like, 
I am very lucky. I live in a very cheap ass little house and I have a home. There are so many people in my generation that will never own a home or not until they're in their like fucking 50s because they have to pay off their student loan debt and therefore they're going to be renting because they never have enough money to save for a down payment to actually buy a fucking house. Mm -hmm. Like it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. People should be able to go to college and not fear that they're going to live the rest of their lives in debt. Yes, I agree. You know, and I get it. I get it. Like people paying for something, it maybe makes them value it more. Maybe, you know, makes them work a little harder, try a little harder, whatever. Okay. I get that. It doesn't have to be fucking $40,000 worth of money for somebody to value their education. You know? Yep. Oh, oh, (laughs) (laughs) fucking ridiculous. A lot of students here, just to gain experience, they go to the U.S. Why? One semester. Yeah, because... Oh, one semester. Okay, because that's all anybody can maybe afford. No, they're not paying for it. Oh, what? That's the thing. They have a program here where they don't have to, you know, pay for it. <laughs> okay, you know what's going to happen? If I ever do decide to get my master's or my doctorate in something... Because like I want to go into, you know, forensic psychology or like industrial organizational psychology or God forbid, like be a counselor. Oh, (laughs) I will just come and move to Germany and get my degree there. Is that cool? Yeah. Do I have to live there for like a certain amount of time before I can get like, you know, quote unquote free or like a lot less expensive college? I don't know, but we can find out. (laughs) Put it in the Trello. Yeah. How long does Keaton have to live in Germany before she can afford to get a master's degree? It's just nuts to me. It's just nuts. We want people to be smart and educated because they're more productive members of society and they pay more in taxes and they buy more shit. And like, it's just good sense. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just fucking A. Go burn. I'm mad. So mad. Yeah. So that's our... Uh, that's all I really have to say. I mean, I could go on bitching if you really want me to. <laughs> you probably don't want that. Um, I am a good three quarters of the way done with this bottle. You are. I had enough yesterday at the birthday. So, yeah. I was laying in my hammock when you texted me. It was funny. Yeah. No, um, I definitely needed to drink. I maybe have one more glass left in this bottle. But that's what talking about student debt does to me. It makes me drink. What was the name of the wine again? Debts and Lessons is an off-dry Riesling. It's very good as far as white wine is concerned. I really like it. Debts of Gratitude and Lessons Learned. Hashtag deep. Hashtag deep. Debts of Gratitude and Money (laughs) and Lessons Learned or really not learned. I cannot tell you how much shit I did not retain from college. Yeah. But that's the U.S. uh, college tuition and college experience and... How much you pay for it and how ridiculous <laughs> I think it is. So yeah, if you could just keep saving up, whatever, which I know you're doing, you're much better about saving than we are. Keep saving up, buy a house. And then when I decide it's time to get my master's or a doctorate, depending. You can live in my basement. <laughs> exactly. I will become your basement troll. <laughs> we have a psychology chair here in Bochum. So there you go. I just have to pay off my existing debt first. The most euphoric moment of my life, and Andrew's going to get mad if he ever listens to this episode, was finishing college. (laughs) I literally danced around the house by myself 
for a good 45 minutes, absolutely just screaming because I was so excited. The second most euphoric moment of my life will be when I pay off my student loan debt. Like I will throw a fucking party. You're invited. Thank you. I will. My last student loan payment, (laughs) we'll make it together. I'll put it on a big screen. I'll make my last student loan payment. And then we get absolutely fucked up drunk. (laughs) Yes. It'll be so much fun. And then I'll come to Germany and get a graduate degree. And yeah. I remember when I was finishing my bachelor thesis. Yeah. I had panic attacks. Oh my God. I can only imagine. Because I was last minute again, because I'm always last minute. And I was like, okay, what if you have missed something here and there? And I was going to Berlin to see my sister. And I was like sitting there just one hour of sleep the entire weekend. Oh my God. It was stressful, but it all went well. So um, yeah, after college, my life changed into the positive, like 300% into positive because I didn't have fucking school in my mind. Right? And college was the most awful time in my life yet. Probably not the most, most awful, but like seven years of suffering. (laughs) Yeah. So I wasn't super stressed when I ended. I don't remember. I feel like I had some big papers to write and stuff like that, but I am blessed to not really be a procrastinator. I live my life by like, I want to get the hard stuff done first. That's good. All the way down to my work day. Like I don't take my lunch until the last like three hours of my shift because I want to come back from lunch and be done. But I do remember sitting in my grandmother's recliner and taking a test. I think it was, of course, this was also kind of funny. My last semester was super easy. I took abnormal psychology and drugs and psychology. So both two classes, very interesting to me. But I remember sitting and taking the test. I want to say it was an abnormal psychology test and hitting that submit button and just absolutely going fucking nuts. It wasn't stressful for me. Was it just online? Yep. All my classes were online. We don't have that here. Yeah. All my classes were online. I just had my one final test. I hit that submit button and absolutely like started bouncing off the walls. So you also have like multiple choice? Yep. We don't have a lot of multiple choice tests. We do have some but like exams are difficult. Like really, you have to. Typical US, we're paying a lot more for a lot less. <laughs> I mean, I heard that a lot too. Like that classes in the US are way easier. Like from the people who went to the US for a semester or something, they were like, oh, I could party all the time. Oh God, yeah. Exams here are stressful. My exams were not like that. I mean, I remember being stressed, you know, but it wasn't a super big deal. I think it was just me being a perfectionist. It wasn't nearly like that. A lot of multiple choice, a lot of essays, which you just bullshit your way through. (laughs) Nobody's reading that anyway. Oh my God. I bullshitted my entire way through high school too. (laughs) Is it high school too? Oh God. Yeah. Well, I mean, and not so much AP classes and stuff like you take tests and they're not multiple choice, you know? But it taught me how to just bullshit my way through a test, basically. (laughs) College, man. I don't know. It was so euphoric when I finished. Oh, my Lord. I remember texting everybody and just being absolutely like, oh, it's done. And now I'm paying for it for the next 10 years. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm going to sip my tea flush, sip my wine while I think about that sad fact. Well, it's like, 
no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'll, I could keep going on, but I can't. <laughs> okay, we're just stopping here because it's too much pain. <laughs> it's too much pain. I could keep bitching forever. But yeah, all the educational differences between the U.S. and Germany, at least. Um, it's pretty wild. I learned a lot, even though we've been friends for like eight years. And uh, Is it eight years already? I think so. I don't know. You would know better than me. A long time. <laughs> a long time. Probably my longest friend. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you're drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Introverted life. <laughs> so that's our episode. Um, Keaton has not that many friends. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of student loan debt as does a lot of Americans, um, something about like four point some, some billion or million, excuse me. And, uh, it's sad. It's really sad. It's sad for us Americans in a lot of ways, but particularly student loan debt today. Yep. Yep. So that's that. Thanks for listening to, uh, me bitch and rant and get real mad. Right. <laughs> so that's that. On my end. All right. Nothing more to say. Scene.